Morning everybody, how you doing today? In this episode of the show, we're gonna talk about the shaky underpinnings of a lot of the code out there using a really interesting and funny example. So I stumbled across this great wired article um, that related back to a talk that was given uh, last week in Las Vegas by Joseph Totaro explaining the challenges he's had with his vanity license plate in California. Immediately I was intrigued because I'm thinking how does somebody get a talk in at a major security conference around a license plate? Well it turns out he had a vanity plate and that vanity plate simply said no genius. Now he wasn't looking for trouble when he set out on this, as you can read from the Wired article, and I fully recommend that you read it through. Um, but he wasn't looking for trouble, he was simply looking for a great vanity plate. Uh, he jokes that he was going to try to get void uh, for his partner's car, so they could be null and void. Um, you know, and as a nerd, I can totally appreciate um, the sort of concise genius of having a vanity plate that says null. But the interesting thing is the story he tells in this talk. Essentially what ends up happening is that he starts to get all of the errors out of the parking ticket database system. So if there is a uh, ticket that's written that doesn't have a proper license plate assignment, it ends up getting associated to his record. And at first this didn't really cause any issues, it's sort of grown over time. And that's a really interesting thing because a lot of people don't realize how shaky a lot of this code is. There's a huge push to get things out the door really, really quickly, um, to make sure that you know, you're kind of building a minimally viable product and MVP, and that you're testing and iterating, and all that's really, really great except for a lot of the time uh, you build up a significant amount of technical debt. Now we've talked about technical debt and how that's really just a whole bunch of security issues waiting to happen. Um, but this, this sort of theme keeps coming back and I really wanted to bring it up because I thought this story was absolutely hilarious that, you know, and unfortunately for uh, Mr. Totaro is he had to deal with this, is that he has all these fines that are associated to him and they're like, hey, pay us. And he's like, ah, they're not mine. Um, and he had to work through this stuff. But I think the best part about this story was at the end when a journalist, uh, Christopher, comes through and says, you know what, you deserve it. Like you were asking for it because Christopher's last name is actually Null and he's had to deal with this his whole life and he's got these great anecdotes in that, um, you know, some people won't accept uh, email from his domain, nullmedia.com, uh, American Express has dropped him off its books apparently altogether uh, because of the last name. And this again highlights the weakness in a lot of software and I think that's the real challenge is that uh, we've accepted as a, as a digital citizenry, we've accepted a certain amount of stuff just crashes. Right, like you're using your iPad and something crashes, you're like, oh, I'll just restart the app and it's good. You're playing a video game and it crashes, you're like, eh, okay, it happens. You get frustrated, you move on, you don't think of it. Um, you reboot your Windows systems, you know, several times a week, it's not a big deal. Um, this is just something that we accept. But the problem is, is that each of those is generated from an error somewhere. As much as we know that computers are logical and they will execute the same thing over and over and over again, they are infinitely complex or not actually infinitely complex, but ridiculously complex is probably a better way to phrase it. Um, and they're programmed by humans and we make mistakes all the time. An anecdote I did uh, that I use quite often um, when trying to explain some of the challenges around cybersecurity specifically um, is uh, a while back I actually did some digging and tried to figure out how many lines of code could execute um, in a normal system trying to ask uh, for a web page. And it turns out it's somewhere around 100 million. 
Now, how did I get to 100 million? Well, you've got the uh, basic input-output system, your BIOS on your computer that boots up. There is um, code in the microprocessor. There's code in the video card. Uh, there is code in the uh, hard drive. There's code in all of the hardware that then boots up into the software stack, which is ridiculously large, which then boots up into the browser, into the OS, which is ridiculously large, which then boots up into the uh, browsers and application layer, um, and all this stuff. There's just a mountain of code around a hundred million lines now errors on any number of those and there are a ton of those errors could lead to security issues now this wired story i just got a good chuckle out of because in the end it's relatively harmless but we do know that from uh security uh vulnerabilities from common misconfigurations that there are real world and real significant consequences to these types of mistakes now in the case of null that's basic one-on-one stuff and yet it's still happening time and time again right when i see a complicated technical breach i'm almost i'm like Whew, thanks like i appreciate the fact that this is technically complicated and it would have gotten anybody when we see the basics and the basics happen time and time and time again that to me says that something is very very rotten in the state of technology creation and software development and that we need to do better this ties back to my comment uh, earlier on the last episode there around appsec being dead security and privacy needs to be built in by design the way we do that is by educating helping people understand how to build better from day one as well as after the fact but right now all of our efforts are after the fact we're trying to catch the stuff after the horse has left the barn we need to work better we need to build it in we need to get people to understand that sometimes going slightly slower but generating higher quality technology is better. Um, and I think as citizens, as consumers, we need to be able to accept that. Um, but as developers, as technologists, we absolutely need to hold to that because we can't keep making these mistakes because while the null case is harmless, what about the ones that aren't? Let me know what you think. Hit me up online at marknca uh, in the comments down below. And as always, by email me at markn.ca. Uh, we'll talk about this and everything else under the sun and on the digital interwebs. See you on the next episode of the show.